Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends, and welcome to Hachzeik D2, our daily Mrs. Sherm Limud. Welcome to the next step on our journey, as we discussed yesterday. It's all about the little steps, and I want to wish you all a mazel tov on taking step number two. It's a big milestone. Halavai Vaiter. Previously on Hachzik, the Mesil Sharm, the Rav Machaber in his Ektama, discussed that the inyonim that will be learned in the Sefer are intuitive, obvious inyonim. These are not new things. Because they're so obvious, though, that's why they are generally neglected, especially by those wise men um, that uh, that may be studying other inyonim. And uh, we'll hear more about that today. And because of that, it requires repetition and chazara to come back to it again and again to make sure they're being graded into our psyche in order to think differently, to live differently, to reach our Shlemus and our Bodhis Hashem. So with that, we go to day two. The Akdamas Arava Machaber continues. After the Mesil Sharim says that these studies are neglected, he discusses why they're so neglected. Not because by the intelligent people, these inyanim of Avashem, Yoshem, Vikas Bashem are not fundamental and important in their eyes came to show them. Because if you ask them, call of course, all they'll agree. This is a very important, fun, fundamentally sowed in, in Yiddishkeit. And they, you, they would never imagine this, that they, you consider someone a wise person, that these inyanim are not crystal clear to them. So why is it that they don't study it, that they don't, they don't delve into it deeply? Because it's so obvious and self-evident. Why would I spend time with this? Why, am I, why, should I, why should I devote so much of my precious study time to these inyanim? They're so obvious. As a result of this mindset, the study of these types of svarim, these inyanim, are left to whom? In the eyes of the world, it must be left for those people who maybe aren't so bright. Maybe they're a bit thick-headed, they're dense. Because the wise people see these other uh, individuals who are not, let's say, on their level of intellect or wisdom. And these these people spend all their days studying these inyanim. So the wise people see that. To the point where these people that are seen studying these inyanim all day, it, it's almost assumed that, oh, are they studying it? It must be because they, they must be uh, a bit thick upstairs. That's why they're studying it. The tells us this is a very bad consequences to this mahalach and, and this perspective in, in the world. Not just to the wise people, but everybody, um, whether they're studying it or they're not. They're both missing out on true chasidus And making it so rare that you would find a chasid in this world, true Because the wise people are missing out because they don't study it. They're not focusing on it. And those who lack the levels of intelligence uh, that are required that are required to really de- dive deeply into these inyanim to really get them, they're missing that. So even the ones who, who are studying it, even if they sit all day and study it, they're still missing out on 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 really grasping the concepts deeply. To the point where people assume, oh, so it must be how do you become a, a true chassid? You have to have these uh, this long tefillos and, and saying tehillim and and these confessions. So much kashim with tefillos karech fasts and rolling around in the snow, sigufim, putting yourself under under physical pain and stress. Um, the these things I'll, I'll translate what the article says here. All of which are matters with which the healthy intellect is not at peace, nor the healthy mind at ease. So I see that as two things. 
On the one hand, it means that when you're actually osik in these things, you're rolling around in the snow, you're fasting, your mind is not at ease. You don't have the nuchznevish, you should have to be able to serve Hashem properly, think about your avoda clearly, because you're under such duress and stress. And on the other hand, I think he's also supposed to saying that these things don't make sense. Like, like it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense that this is what would bring to perfection in avoda. Maybe for like, like certain very, very high people that are mamish, like remove themselves from omazeh. So for them, doing such a thing is uh, accomplishes something in avoda, but, it doesn't even, uh, the, 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 the seichel doesn't even grasp the idea. It's, it's, it doesn't make sense. And therefore, true chasidus is so far from our, our, our appreciation, um, for, for us to be able to understand it, even to recognize it. Because it's a simple fact. This is a fundamental idea that Mr. Shurim tells us here. Something that is not on your radar, that is not important to you, that is not relevant to you and, and, and your, Lived experience, it's not, not even registered. You don't register. It's not, not, not even on your reader, not, not in your mind whatsoever. And although all these ideas are truly intuitive, if you'd ask any one of them, like we discussed before, they would say, yeah, it's, it, it, it's intuitive. It makes sense that any moral person would even come to some of these ideas on their own if they thought through it deeply enough. However, even though they're intuitive, if you're not hosting them, you don't delve into them. You may come across Hasidus and I didn't recognize it. It could, it could, Hasidus could smack you right in the face and you won't even know what hit, what hit you. You'll pass it in the street. You'll, you'll pass a Hasid. You'll come across, uh, Psukim or, or different Chazal or different Sfarim that are referring to Hasidus and you will totally not even know what they, they, that you're seeing it. Um, and, and your mom is miss out, miss out. So because these, these, these wise people are so focused on their limud and they're not focusing on on Hasidus, because it's, it's so obvious to them. So it's mamish, you know, it's right under the nose, and, and they don't even know that they need to look down. So, as the first steps, you know, of, of this journey, Mr. Sharm, towards Tushlimus and Arabodah, you know, it, it could be overwhelming, and I think this is, a, is an important idea to think about, um, that, it's, it's not only intuitive, it's, it's, it's within us. We're much closer to, to, to Shlemus, to these ideas of real Hasidus, Abbas Hashem, Yerushim, Vegas Hashem, than we actually think. Spiritual growth is something that is within. We need to look within, not without. It's all there. It's it's our our real true nature is is to love Hashem, to fear Hashem. We see in Shema Ve'ahavta Hashem Kacha. We're commanded to love Hashem. How do you command love? So one of the answers I heard many years ago from Rav Shur, he said, because the love is there. You're not being commanded to do something that you don't already have within you. The question is, is it revealed? Is it focused on? Do you cultivate it and bring it out in a way that actually impacts you and your life and the way you live? So we know, we believe it, we just, we need to focus on it more, we need to pay attention to it, and Baruch Hashem, on this journey through Chachzik, that's precisely what we're, we're doing, so I uh, I thank you all for joining me on day two, and I look forward, with Hashem, to continuing the Leva tomorrow. Be'ez Hashem L'chaim, everyone, have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Chachzik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Chachzik.com or call 516-600-8080.